Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Are you an online business owner who's just been scratching your head and wondering, where the heck did all my leads go? Well, today I'm gonna to be blowing some people's minds just a little bit because we are gonna talk about a subject on this particular episode that's, um, let's call it forward thinking. Let's just say it's forward thinking in a way that's really good. And the reason I say that is because the online business owners who are in this room, the model you've been using for business, it's been around for a little while. I will say probably at least 15 years or so, and it is just not performing the way it used to be. If you think about it, it started in the early 2000s with the beginning of that thing called the internet that I'm pretty sure Al Gore invented, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it started when the internet came to be, and at that time, there were some really forward-thinking people that said, ooh, this internet thing, I'm smelling a business opportunity here. And at first it was hard because, well, we'll call it Web 1.0 was what we had to work with. It was flat, a one-way push of information. But still, people had a vision for it. They're like, I can see this thing, I can see it, it's gonna evolve, and there's gonna be business. And so that's where let's call it web 2.0 came into play where we could do things like online shopping for goodness sakes and socializing um, in places like facebook and other social media uh, platforms right so at that point online business took off the people who were early adopters saw it and they ran with it. So if you think about any innovation, anything that's new that comes into a marketplace, it has something like a bell curve as you've got early adopters coming on and they are riding the wave to the top. And then as something becomes the norm, you crest over the top of that bell curve down to towards the backside. And I believe that's where we are right now. We are at a place where it's just not working the same way it was because people are smart. They know what we're doing. They know how we get business. They know how we run funnels. And so it does, yes, it does become a little bit harder to get that visibility, to create relationships, to break through the noise because there are definitely some big players out there that are still doing really, really well. And there's even small players doing well. But anyone new coming into the market, it's just getting harder and harder to get that visibility, to get the groundswell going. And that is because we're on that backside of the curve and something has just got to shift. Well, that's what brings us to our topic today that we're here to talk about. We're going to explore Web 3.0, which is the next evolution of where the Internet is heading. And especially when it comes to how it impacts our business, because Web 3.0 is huge. We're talking about a lot of revolutionary stuff that's going out on out there that is so exciting. 
we're just going to focus on business today. And I have an amazing guest with me, someone who has been really researching and dabbling in Web3 and has a lot of great information to share with us now. Now, listen, she can't put everything into this short session because we've only got about 30 minutes together and it is a huge topic. So we're going to just just hit the tip of the iceberg with Miss Linda Albright, who's my guest. Um, as we scratch that tip of the iceberg and she helps us understand just the big picture of what we're talking about. So today's the beginning. It won't be the last time you hear of this. I want to keep this conversation going because I think it's the future of all of our businesses. But let's just get started today with my guest, Miss Linda Albright. Thank, Thank you. you. I, am I am doing really, really well. well. You know I'm, I'm so, so excited, excited to be here. I could talk about this stuff all day long, so we will jam as much as we can in without overwhelming people. I that? love that, Linda. Here's why I love it, because I met Linda, It was uh, as, as I do most people, that I am very um, connected to. I met her in a networking event. And as soon as I met her and I heard what she was talking about, I was intrigued. And I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because she used the C word. She used the word crypto. And I'm like, ooh, I'm too old for crypto. Mm, no, that's, mm, I don't know about that, Linda. That's a little too edgy for me. And she said, girlfriend, we have to talk. And that through us connecting afterward and me really understanding what you were talking about, I said, oh my, I need to share this conversation with my friends out there. So that's what prompted me to bring Linda in today. And that's what we're going to do today is talk about these crazy new ideas that are out there and where Web 3.0 is going to take us as business owners. So Linda, where do you want to start helping us understand what is Web 3.0? Thank, Thank you for, for that, that question. question. Oh, Web 3.0 is an umbrella, umbrella term under which all kinds of dense sounding terms live, like cryptocurrency, um, NFTs. I could go on and on and on. I don't want to get into the jargon, but it is an overarching term. And essentially what it means is it gives you the power back. It takes the power out of centralized authorities' hands, whether that's a government or a bank or some technopoly or what have you, and it gives the individual, the little person, more power, control, and sovereignty over privacy, data, money, all things like that. So Web3 refers to that, and it also refers to something called the blockchain, which makes all of this possible, which is allowing a revolution in our lives. So that was a mouthful, Web3 blockchain revolution, that's a mouthful. So I'm happy to parse this out a little bit, and Susan, we'll go in whatever direction you want to go. I love that. I love that. And let me just add one thing to it, because what really I love what you're talking about, um, more control, more power to the people, as opposed to being at the mercy of the larger players on the Internet. And I'm talking about the big dogs out there that are controlling our privacy, controlling the use of our information. I just love the idea of having more autonomy over that. Um, one of the things, though, that really makes my boat float or my pr propeller twirl is I recently saw a really good um, definition of what the metaverse. OK, so what we're really talking Web 3.0 and metaverse, would you say that's that's kind of interchangeable? Uh, let's just run with that. Yeah, OK, that. It, technically, it's not. And yet 
all in the same conversation. All right. So when I saw this, I was like, this makes me excited. They define the metaverse as a collection of digital spaces that allow people to feel that there is a closer sense of connection. Yes. Right? So what you were just talking about, let's take the middleman out of here. We don't really need the middleman to control us. We want to work together as a community and be connected tighter in a community without all of the bureaucracy and all of the, you know, kind of uh, rules that that hold us hostage in essence. And I love the thought of that community. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, That's what, what um, that, that is sort of the ethos of the whole Web3 metaverse, metaverse space. space. Is, is cut, cut out the middleman, like, like you said, said get, get rid of centralization, because it's, it, it works, works up to a point, point but it's gotten, it, it, it has, has overreach now. now. And, and let, let the people talk to each other uninhibited, whether it's, I'm going to send you money, you know, more directly and cut out the middleman in a, in a safe way, or we are going to build communities in that metaverse or in the Web3 space where a rising tide lifts all boats. This is why I think the whole Web3 space is inherently feminine, which is not to say men are not involved. It's just to say that I mean, a lot of men are involved in Web3, but it's just to say that the way uh, groups collaborate and organize themselves is more rising tide lifts all boats. And and we, it's called heterarchy. It's a, it's a more dynamic, distributed network that enables just much more opportunity, much more sovereignty. Um, and so and, and so if you are a business owner and you want to build a community of followers, there are all kinds of ways that this new technology allows you to do that more easily. And well, in theory, more easily, I'll be honest, it's early stages. So some of it's to get into right now, but give it a year two years it will be you know push this button push that button i firmly this i see it coming i see it yeah. coming and let's yeah. i i loved where you're headed around um being able to create create community and be able to bring people together without having to use traditional methods like and we'll use facebook as an example there's nothing wrong with facebook inherently it it's so interesting how it started out as a tool for that purpose for people to connect on a individual level, like to get to know each other and to connect with their friends and keep people up to date. And then it slowly morphed into this business tool. I can't tell yeah. you how many women business owners I talk to who say, I really do not go out on Facebook ever, other than to do business, to, to create a group for a challenge I'm doing or to create a group for my business. Um, it's, it's really morphed away from that social platform into a business connection platform and yet um people don't want to really do that they're like but what alternatives do we have right what alternatives because here's the here's the problem is it's become difficult to get visibility it's a pay-to-play environment now where you can't put up a, a post and be guaranteed that your followers were even a minor portion of your followers will even see it unless you pay for advertisement and yeah I could go into stories about that as well, but I won't. But Linda, tell me a little bit about the alternatives that are starting to come up. Um, and especially around what I heard the term of a DAO, a D-A-O, yes. a DAO. Tell, yes, tell the audience a little bit about alternatives that are coming down the road. And we're not talking about way out in the future. 
they're already here. Right, no, we're not, they're here. They're actually here and in place. Most people just don't know about it. Um, so two things about the web to Facebook thing that I think to add on to what you were saying, there's also censorship, which um, this is not a political statement at all. I did a, I did a webinar a year ago when we were in the middle of the vax wars and I was not taking a position at all about pro or anti-vax. I just wanted to bring the issue into a different discussion and Facebook wouldn't, po wouldn't post my posts because it had the word vax in it. So I understand they've got their whatever they've got. Um, and there is a saying that I'd love for people to sort of write down and, and, and think about because this really encapsulates what we're talking about here. The saying is that if the service is free, Facebook, Gmail, Google search, then you are the product, which means they're mining and using and selling your data, which is just something to like, just be aware of. So now we shift over into this web three situation of like, what is that? How do I, how do I do that? So, so Susan, you mentioned a DAO, a DAO, D-A-O, um, which stands for a decentralized autonomous organization. So decentralized because there's no Facebook in the middle deciding what you can and can't post. Autonomous because it runs sort of on its own and an organization because you're pulling a group of people together for a common purpose. Now you can use this in your business. You can use this for nonprofits. You can use it for um, a temporary um, initiative. So we can get into all of those things, but um, but essentially it's, it's rallying people together for a common cause or a business where you have voting rights, you have ownership, you might invest in it, you might um, make decisions together. It's sort of the concept of a village, but globally run by the internet, if that makes any sense. So um, let me give you some examples. So there was a group around, mostly in the US, that wanted to purchase the US Constitution because it was up for auction. And they felt very strongly that they didn't want it to go into private hands. So they raised something like $47 million to bid on the US Constitution. This group of you and me's, like they just, you know, constitutionalists. In the end, they, they were outbid. So the Constitution went to a private owner, but it was the first time that a DAO had exercised its muscles in such an obvious way. Um, there's other examples closer to business as you know, Susan, there's someone named Gary V, and um, yes. I can't say his last name, Varnachek, whatever yes, it is. that's close it's enough. A great example of someone who's using the concept of a DAO and NFTs and tokens, all of which are very clunky sounding things, but he's using this new technology to build immense following, community, um, a collective of people who are all passionate about what he's passionate about, which happens to be what he teaches. But it's it's really, and he's quite a pioneer in it, and he's done exceedingly well financially doing it. I love so. it. I am going to be following Gary Vee. As a matter of fact, as I did research for our, our episode today, I came across his um, Discord community, which is, I think, the platform that he runs on. That's one of the alternatives to Facebook that I think is well-built for a doubt yeah. and I will be watching him because I just want to see what he's doing obviously Gary was the pioneer of you know even the online business space and how to how to get visibility here so I'm gonna trust in the fact that he may be on the cutting edge over in in the, the web 3.0 space as well definitely definitely so you mentioned two 
Two, um, tech, or you mentioned one, I'll mention the other, technologies that are where, like where web, where is this web three? Like, where is it? Do I just dial it up on my browser? So there's, um, uh, Discord is a communication channel that was actually started a long time ago, mostly for gamers to communicate, but it's a private community. There's no centralized authority who's gonna censor what you're saying. Um, or what you're doing. So that's one. And the other is um, Telegram, which is another sort of private communication channel. So the Web3 and uh, Crypto Twitter is a place to really kind of follow what's going on. Web3 Twitter is a place to follow, or Twitter is a place to follow these developments. So if you're looking like, how do I find this stuff? Oh, yeah, you yeah. just go out there and you Google Web 3.0 and I'm, yes, I mean, it's worse. It. it leads you down the trail. I was listening to a woman on uh, because I absolutely everything I need to know in life I can find on YouTube is is what I used to say and still say. But she was talking about the same thing you said, Linda, where um, she has to be very, very cautious about what she even says in her videos as to not get censored by YouTube. And um, so she she talks almost like in a cryptic term, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I I'm, honestly, this is news to me. I until you brought this to my attention, I didn't really understand um, the lack of autonomy that we have in regards to how we run our businesses and utilizing these tools. So it only makes sense that as we explore other options and find ways to do it, we're going to be interested in that. Hey, one thing I want to say about Discord. Oh, yeah. One thing I want to say about Discord, and then I want to go back to YouTube. Um, maybe I'll be taken down off of LinkedIn on this one, too, and I sure wonder <laughs> if I'll be able to even put this up on YouTube. How funny is this? We'll see. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> so Discord. I love the fact that when you do business or when you when you go into Discord, you're creating a server. And I never knew, when I first went in, because I'm part of a, a, a live streaming group that's on Discord, and it said, our server name is this. And I'm like, why do they call it a server? But now it becomes very apparent to me. You own that space. It's not like you're creating a page on you know somebody else's platform. You actually own your space within Discord to build and be autonomous. In. And that is, that's a freeing feeling. Well, and, and you just hit it on the head. What they say is that Web 1, which you talked about before, was really just a read, I'll read it platform. Yeah. Web 2 was a read and write. I can, I can post on Facebook. Web 3 is a read, write, and own. So even if there's social media platforms in Web 3 that are coming out where you will own a piece, it's yours. You can sell your information to you know the Googles of the world if you want to, but they don't get to have it. It's this whole paradigm shift. Yeah. That is, and what's here's what I want everyone to understand. It's still the wild, wild west. Oh yeah. So if you're like, what? Welcome to the group. Even those of us who have been in it, and people I know who've been in it even longer, they they can't answer certain questions. So it's being developed right now as we speak. And here's the thing that I love about it: if there didn't, if there wasn't legs to this movement, people wouldn't be being censored. Oh, absolutely. Oh, don't, you know, don't get me started on the whole um, crypto thing, which is not this crazy thing. It is an absolute revolution in our monetary supply. And so you start messing with the money systems and the powers that be, the banks and the governments, are going to do everything they can to get their hands in it. Some sometimes to protect us, and sometimes because they don't want to give up control. So if you really want to understand what this whole movement is about, that's the lens to look through. 
if you're curious, and or just look at what we talked about before, DAOs and things like that for building your business in a new way. Now, most people will not have the wherewithal to set up Web3 part of their business just yet. So what I tell people is just start adopting the ethos and the energy of it. Just start realizing that you have to be straightjacketed by, by the tools in Web2 anymore. If you're frustrated in your business, which Susan, I know you and I discussed, we both have been, because we don't like the rules anymore. Like they're just dumb. <laughs> they're, just, they're not in our favor. Then start and if you just start infusing that energy in your business, you'll start to sprout some wings and, and you'll get new life into what you're doing. And that alone will will shift things for you. So I love it. Just, yeah. I'm trying to avoid the overwhelm of, gosh, now how do I add something new to my you know, know. to-do list? I hear you. I hear you. And that's why I just wanted to have this conversation today because I was speaking at a, a summit this last weekend. Um, I started just asking people, talking about Web3, and, and all I got was blank stares, right? Yeah. So it, it is early. Everyone, it is early. And yet all of these things that we've been talking about, you're hearing, you're just hearing snippets of it. And uh, I just wanted to bring this to you because it's time to just start becoming aware of what's out there. Imagine a time in the future where you don't have to pay someone 4% of your right off the top of any sale that you make in order to, uh, for the privilege of moving money that they actually make money on, on float as it's moving through the system. But just imagine a time when it's possible that you will be able to have a different type of a, a transaction. Now, is it safe, Linda? Like, that's the only thing I think about is government or control over the monetary system was put in place to keep us safe. And so then that's the first thing my mind goes to as well. Is it risky? Is it like, so what are your initial thoughts on where it is today as far as monetary? Yeah, we're talking about the whole money revolution, which is cryptocurrency. And I would say within that, there's probably three to five bands or levels that you can play in. Some are more risky than others. Um, When we say cryptocurrency, I want to be clear, there's two pieces to it. There's uh, money, U.S. money or euros that you invest in a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Ethereum or many of the others that are out there, and you're hoping it, it rises like a stock would, like a U.S. stock would do. That's one version of cryptocurrency. The other version of cryptocurrency is as money, where I'm going to pay you in cr- cryptocurrency for your services. And that's what you were talking about earlier, where I can just pay you without paying all those fees. I can just send you cryptocurrency. Um, so it is cryptocurrency started 2009-ish, 2008-9. So it is been around. Some of them have been around longer than others, and it is a risky place to play. So um, you are correct in saying, you know, is that really is it really safe? Is it really wise? Do your own research is a big mantra. Understand what you're doing. But what I will tell you is, it's here to stay. And in fact, later today, I'm doing a training on why that is so. When you look at all of the um, mass adoption and all of the regulations that are coming into, into form, governments are, can't ignore it anymore. Banks cannot ignore this anymore. It is here. Is it completely safe? No, not yet. So be careful, but pay attention. Um, it's very exciting because it is a new way to empower us financially because as we all know, with inflation at historic highs and the, the printing press just printing out more money, 
um, the little guy is not going to get ahead, um, you know, in the current climate. I get that. I get that. Okay, so you mentioned that you're doing a training this afternoon. I'm assuming it's within your group. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell the folks out there about your group and everything? Soups to nuts. Tell them everything. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll, I'll just give you the mini version. Thank you, Susan. You know how excited I am by it. It's called the Sovereign Wealth Circle. What's that mean? Sovereignty, power, control, dominion over your lives not just your money but all of the decisions in your life and it starts with you so the sovereign wealth circle we teach everything from what is this cryptocurrency thing to what are these dow things to how do i move through the world in a more you know um, aligned way within and so we, we do inner wealth and outer wealth and what i really love about it is that i use what i call sovereign pricing model which is not the typical web 2 model the typical web two model is, oh, it's $5,000 and you know, here's your entry ticket. That I don't do that. What we do is you decide what to invest in this circle. We find the right price for you. It's not a donation. It's not a tuition. It's a different model altogether. So what that does is it allows you to find your sweet spot investment. Um, and it allows everyone in the group to be sort of in the same playing field. So from, so from soup to nuts, from beginning to end, you're in charge. I'm not in charge, you're in charge. I'm teaching, I'm leading, but so are you. So um, we have sisterhood in there where one week somebody's teaching a really cool um, topic that complements the whole ethos of what we're doing. And it's a shared um, sisterhood. And it's just so exciting. And that wasn't a very like pithy description of it. But when I'm excited by things, my words get a little sloppy. No words. <laughs> and I think passion is more important than words any day, Linda. So I'm so happy that you were able to share that. Where do people find um, information about you, Linda? So I think the best thing to do is if they want to just reach out, just um, email me or you can find my, our website is womenswealthrevolution.com. That's all one word, womenswealthrevolution.com or I'm simply Linda at womenswealthrevolution.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Linda. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you bringing this information to the Unstoppable Women. Um, you guys. This isn't the last time you'll hear this subject, and I want you to remember Linda always. If this is the first time you've heard it, I want you to remember remember that she is the, the pioneer out there who is protecting women within that, that metaverse <laughs> and that she's out there for you, so please connect with her. You can um, go to the post on LinkedIn and be able to get all of Linda's information, as well as I wanna welcome you all to try and take a look at YouTube. See if this video makes its way out there. It might take a little bit of time because we'll do a little bit of post-production work on it and clean it up a little, but I would love to invite you to my YouTube channel. It's called Unstoppable Women in Business. Go figure. <laughs> you can find me on YouTube there. You can find me on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm using all those platforms, but someday, very soon, you're going to see a DAO that Susan Trumpler sets up for women in business that we can learn and grow um, and start to make the transition so that Gary V is not the only man out there making money in the metaverse. All right. Have an awesome day today. It was a pleasure to be with you as always. I'll be back next week. We're going to have a really cool conversation next week about, I can't even believe I'm going to say this on the back of this particular episode. We're going to have a great conversation about SEO. 
Search engine optimization, boing, because we got to stay planted in Web 2 right now as we start to explore Web 3. So join me next Wednesday at noon, and we're going to dig into how critical SEO is today to finding visibility for your organization. Thank you so much for being here, everybody, and I will talk to you again next week. You go out there and go get them, girls. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.